Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. used scripture to fight temptation. He used it effectively because he actually believed it. I find that many times in conversations with Christians, I quickly ascertain they don't believe the Bible. Well, they say they do. If you ask them, oh yeah, the Bible's the word of God. But then you'll hear a statement that's something along the lines of, I know the Bible says dot, 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 but as if, you know, I mean, it, clearly that couldn't be for me. Today, Pastor Robert will remind you that all throughout the Bible, Jesus used scripture references to combat temptation. And just like Jesus, you can imitate this. When you feel tempted, remind yourself of God's promises. It will be helpful. He will never leave you nor forsake you. His promises are true every day. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 4 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. I've heard so many stories of, uh, about him that intrigued me. I, I remember reading one story that, that Dr. Lloyd-Jones would, he would often pause in the middle of a message. And completely unlike our captivating orator, entertainer, preachers today. That he wouldn't continue and, until he felt like the Holy Spirit had given him the next statement or statements to make. He prepared a message. I mean, he, he wrote volumes. I'm, I'm reading one now that, you know, his sermons on the Sermons on the Mount, which we're getting ready to launch into, Matthew 5, 6, and 7. But one of the things in the introduction to that book, he talks about the fact that there's a huge danger. And now this was back in the 60s. He's talking about the danger of approaching the scriptures mechanically. And I'd never heard it expressed quite that way. I, I, you know, trying to articulate what what he says there, I would say, you know, so many Christians, so many in our, in our church, to not our church, but our church in the United States today approach the scriptures from a merely academic perspective. Dr. Lloyd-Jones says from, a, from a, a mechanical, they take a mechanical approach. Sit down, read a portion, and then that's it. And he, he said, you know, there's truth to the old saying that the Bible should be read on one's knees. Not literally, again, the mechanical thing. It's like, oh, you mean I should, it doesn't work. If, no, that's not what he's saying. That's not what I'm saying. As you're reading the written word, 
be in conversation with the living word. You know, rather than mechanically studying the Bible, dig into scripture and allow scripture to dig into you. Talk to the one who wrote it about what he wrote. But prayerfully approach the Bible. Pastor Matt and I were talking about this on Tuesday. You know, we discussing and kind of planning the curriculum for this, or further planning, I should say, the curriculum for the School of Urban Ministry and Missions that, that we're starting in January. Because it's so important to me that it be training, that it not just be another like set of Bible college kind of classes where it's this mechanical study and it's only theology. Theology is essential. We all, we all, you know, the, the study of God, you know, that, that, we, that we take the time to consider, that we take the time to dig in, that, that we take the time to allow the scriptures to dig in to us. But it, it's so critically important, you know, to me that as we look at, at the school that we're about to do, that, that, that we recognize the need to mentor and coach and train young men and women on how to apply the scriptures. What, is it, what does it mean? How do, you, how do you apply it in day-to-day life? See, Jesus used scripture to fight temptation. He used it effectively because he actually believed it. I find that many times in conversations with Christians, I quickly ascertain they don't believe the Bible. Well, they say they do. If you ask them, oh yeah, the Bible's the word of God. But then you'll hear a statement that's something along the lines of, I know the Bible says dot, 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 but as if, you know, I mean, clearly that couldn't be for me in my situation right now. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Literally, what it says, all scripture is God-breathed and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, look at that word again. I want you to look at the first word in the second line. All scripture is God-breathed and is profitable. What does the word profitable mean? It brings increase of some, right? You understand what I'm saying? It's profitable to whom? To God? No, to you, to me. It's profitable. Scriptures are given to us by God for our profit, for our benefit. It's critically important that we believe this if we want to be able to fight temptation effectively. When our kids were younger, we taught them that the Bible teaches us that any kind of sexual intimacy outside of marriage is sin. But we didn't stop there. We dug into that. Why? You know, little, little kids love that question. Why? And we often cop out, don't we? Because I said so. And I'm bigger than you. I'm older and wiser. No, we need to be ready to answer the question. We need to actually know the Bible ourselves and believe it. Believe that it's profitable. There's so many things that the church today condones. I'm talking, again, you know, 
the so-called Christian church around the world is embracing and condoning behavior that the Bible says is unprofitable. Why, why, is, why is any kind of sexual intimacy outside the marriage bond described in Scripture? Why is it sin? Why is, why is it less than perfect? Why is it unprofitable? Can you articulate it? Can you, can you talk to your kids about it? Can you explain it? Do you even believe it? Or have you embraced the notion that, quote unquote, love justifies everything? Because that's a lie. The reason it's a lie is that what passes for love today is merely emotion. It's just emotion. And so we see people falling in and out of love 20, 30, 50 times throughout the course of their lifetimes. If you can fall into it, you can fall right back out of it. And we misunderstand and we think that, you know, that we see some person who is attractive to us. And, and so we become infatuated with that person. We emotionally, we allow ourselves to emotionally engage with that person and we call that love. It's not love. It's an emotional infatuation. Comes and goes. Comes and goes. We need to know what the Bible says. We need to dig into it and understand why it says it. How to apply it. How to articulate it. How to express it. And then we need to build our lives based upon the foundation that the Word of God is for us. Jesus knew that the Word of God is true reliable, and profitable. And therefore, he wasn't deceived by the enemy. When the enemy came and said, you know, you're going to die if you don't eat something. Now, obviously, I'm reading between the lines here. Turn that rock into bread. Jesus' response to that automatically was no. No. been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time, and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? Please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. 
Thank you for praying. And if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.